It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, and so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. The ultimate Cleveland sports show. Booyah. It is. There we go. Friday, Friday. Why is the fifth chair? For I him? hate the fifth chair. Why is that there? Mr. Polk will join us later in the show. I oh, love yeah, Mike, but right. I hate the fifth Mike chair. Mike Polk's coming in for a segment later in the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You good? So I feel like we're so far away. I know. You it's guys, less intimate. Like, I, it's I don't less like intimate. It. Yeah. Um, we have a busy show because this is our last show before the Browns' next game. Obviously, they play the Bengals, a team that my buddies t- assure me we're going to win um, because we have the Bengals' number. Is that a thing? I don't know. We'll find out. The Bengals seem to have the Chiefs' number. And we certainly have had the Bengals number the last couple of years. Even last year when that Bengals team went <clears> to <throat> the Super Bowl, we handled them easily. Your friends are place. assuring you the Browns are going to win? Yes. I have so many Browns friends telling me, relax, bro, that, that it's going to happen. Okay. I think this is <laughs> I'm like, okay. The Browns may win. I do think it's funny that there's some idea now that, like, the Bengals can't lose to the Chiefs and the Bengals can't beat the Browns. I think both of those that's, are stupid. That's the recent narrative. <laughs> yeah, but right. the Bengals beat the Chiefs three times so far in right, 2022. Right. Yes. And, and that's on. You can never play a team Right, but three if they played in the playoffs, year. I wouldn't be that – I mean, I think they can win, but I wouldn't be overly confident. I wouldn't be – when you got two great teams like that, you <laughs> yeah. can flip coins and exactly. five and five. Yes. And, and right now the ball is gone. The Bengals – the bounces have gone. The Bengals yeah. have – they've played true. well. Anyhow, my friends assure me, relax, bro. They're going to win. So yeah. I'm in a chill mood today because <laughs> the Browns are going to win. Yeah. Um, we're going to do pre-written headlines. Um, that's going to be a lot of fun. And we, we're we definitely uh, going to start with um, with Baker Mayfield. I was disappointed to hear that you didn't watch the game that you went to sleep I had no – first of all, I was going to watch it. Yeah. And then John Wolford started the game. Right. And I was like, well, this game sucks. It's the Raiders. John, what was the point of watching? Right. So I was really tired. So immediately, as soon as I saw him in on the first play, Click. I shut off the TV, oh, got miss? into bed, read my book, and I was sleeping 20 minutes later. I watched a little bit of it this morning. Not the yeah, whole man. thing, but a little bit of it. And then I saw the highlights, of course. Man. Yeah. Hey. Uh, I watched hey. all of that. Hey. I, I, didn't, hey. I had a late dinner, hey. and I missed, the, I, I missed that Baker didn't start. But yeah. a buddy of mine texted and said, Baker's not starting because right. I didn't think he would. I, I had a lot of ongoing bets. I'm like, you're not going to bring a guy in on Tuesday and throw him out there on Thursday with a fragile, fragile psyche and yeah. his career hanging in the balance. Right. Nobody would do that to him. And I think that Except was he did. Sean McVay's <laughs> thinking was, I can't put this kid in that spot. It's too tough. He's learning his fifth offense in three years. Right. He's had two days to learn it. It's not going to go well. And he saw the first three plays, and he goes, <laughs> "I'd rather get that Baker's psyche get trampled and lose with this guy right, yeah. right, right. than lose with Wofford." What's funny is that Baker played pretty poorly. You know what he for did? Most of the- that no, is not no. true. He played pretty that good. is not true. No, he wasn't throwing balls. No, he did not. He played not. pretty good. It's one he of those. He was under duress. Yeah, he played most pretty, of the game. Bull, he played I'm good. I'm glad you said that. Both the Raiders smartly realized. Yeah. This guy can't possibly know the protection calls. That's the most complex part of the whole thing. Yeah. We're going to come at him with the kitchen sink on every play. And, G. Bush, I, said, I don't Lord. know that I can remember a time where I've seen a quarterback under that much direction. Well, every play. But I'll every say, play they I, came after But him. I'll say this, though. From being in Cleveland and then being in Carolina, how about you seen the heat? Because he was just playing. He, was, he said that at the was, end of the he game. He was just playing. He, he basically he was, thanked he, Cleveland he for getting him ready for this plays moment. on instinct. He's like, I've seen this heat before. Yep. They've been chasing me down, so, and I see this guy. And <laughs> I, he said, learning this offense, is it difficult? Of course. But I've, that's what I've done. Everything I've done up to this point. I mean, think about the teams. The transfer in college. Yeah. You've got a new system. You go through all these head coaches in Cleveland and offensive coordinators. You go to Carolina. Your head coach gets bounced midway through the yeah. season. Like, his career has been this revolving door yeah. of 
terminology. I, I, this is incredible. Bull. I, I know you'll be impressed by this. I know you will. Go and ahead. I know that you're giving Baker his due because, I he mean, play, let, let's face it. He got it done. He, he, he deserves it. I give it. credit for that, sure. But this it is doesn't, incredible. I don't he, he's going to have to ho- do a whole lot more, more before people like me have to eat crow. I understand that. But oh, yeah. for one night, he he's got it done. He's still the guy that looked horrible in Carolina. Yes. Yeah. He's still that player. Let, let me tell you this. I, I think I just said let, yesterday let me, that I think go, the guy could have a career. Go I literally just said it yesterday. You did. Let me read this. <laughs> this is a play read call. Read I mean, yeah. And for anybody that turns on a TV and watches a game and says, that guy sucks. Yeah. I want you to hear this. This is one play. The one they were talking about yesterday? Baker Mayfield <laughs> comes in the huddle. He's got 10 guys that he doesn't know their first names. Right. Literally. I mean, you know, your first day at work, you're introduced to 25 people, and you're like, oh, my God, I hope I can get three of these today. Sure. Three tomorrow. So on. He's surrounded by 10 guys, all eyes on him. He says, all right, guys, here we go. First and 10. Ready? Lens to deuce right, claw Z, short lander Z strong, X revo, Z lockback, can two jet, X Monday astro, read alert, money deacon, flow F Panama on the Omaha. Ready, break. That was the, a play called yesterday. That's one stupid. play. That's, that's absurd. That is stupid. one yeah. play. That's stupid. That's and I got to tell you, I, and I've known that. Have you ever heard of anything like that's this? That's stupid. Well, that's what that's, that's what dumb. that's what they do now. I remember yeah. when I was in Tampa, I got to do a behind-the-scenes yeah. story on. The, I, I got to spend some time in the Bucks yeah. offensive training room, and Gruden was really the guy that started this string of cadences. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now each each one of those means something is to, yeah. to the line. Yeah, sure. Right. To the yeah. tight end, to the fullback, to the running back, to the wide receivers. And there's also secondary code in that right, information. Right. I got it. Now remember, Tuesday, this to him looked like a Chinese phone book. Yeah. He didn't know what that meant. But now He's, he knows he still that my tight end's gonna run a shallow cross. My wide right is gonna go deep. My flank left is gonna pivot at the line and wait for it. My tight end, I can choose to keep in for protection if I want, but if I don't have the favorable defense against that, and I think yeah. I got a tight end matchup that's favorable, I'll check to this. Let, let me let me tell you something. It's unbelievable so, yeah, how much he, goes he on. May, he may have picked up a couple calls. First of all, it reminded me of a guy who was playing a pickup game. He came in and played a pickup game. Yeah, well, that's and, what and, Baker's and, at his best. And he knew what to do. And, and, now, and now, let me tell you what else, because I've been a guy that's been traded in the midst of the season, and in 24 hours later, you're on the court with somebody else, right? You don't know nothing. They give you a couple plays. We give you a couple little so sets. So it's time to play street ball. Well, no, your other players come up here and tell you, like for, for Baker, receivers, they might say, listen, I'm going about 10. I'm going to take a left out here, right? Your, your players tell you some things, yeah. right? The rest, he was he was winging it. He was winging. He was it. winging it, but he was winging it at a high clip because the thing that people don't understand, he's got an amble over his head. He's got to get it done now, right? He yeah. played like a guy that was Man. the desperation. Bush, was there. Get your get yours off here because I know you got thoughts. Man, I, you know what? It's so crazy. <laughs> I, I, I'm, a, I'm I'm a person that believes in. It's all about what you do in the field, man. And uh, you know there there is there is no such thing for people that played the game saying you a hater, right? Yeah. Because you couldn't help, but when you saw him come into the game, it tugged at my heartstrings a little bit, right? Like I felt I I was rooting for him, yeah. And it, and it was like not because, you were, heck yeah, yeah. I was too. Yeah, so was I. Heck yeah. I don't so wish him ill so will. No, I mean he done been through he done been through two three teams. His yeah. career is in the balance. This is last shot. And when he came back and scored, when he got on his knees yeah. and was praying on yeah. that bench, thanking God for giving him yeah. that opportunity, man, that's what G- sports. G- G- did you? That's see, what sports all about. Did, did you see this? Because I was pulling for him. I was. Because nobody. I don't ever want to see anybody run over by a bus. No, right? I don't either. Here, and I would just tell you this: what I was appreciative of at the end when he was in the interview. He was the most humble dude out there. He was different. Yeah, he, was. The lesson. he was. Bull, different. I, I, he was different. That's an interesting different. point because yeah. I got to tell you, when I watched the interview, Man. I thought the same thing, Brad. I thought, here's a guy. I, 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 I sarcastically said to my wife, here comes the dump on Cleveland. Right, right, right. It's coming. Nope. He actually, in a backhanded way, praised Cleveland. He said, look, everything I've been through the last four years got me ready for this moment. I've been through offensive coordinators. I've been through verbiage change. I've been through different leaders, different play calls. I was fascinated. They told the story on the broadcast, and I hadn't heard this before. When, when Baker Mayfield was flying from L.A. to the Combine in Indianapolis, oddly enough, you talk about these you know, random, just circuitous things Moments. that happen to you. Right. He's on the plane with Sean McVay. It's a Southwest flight, so you can move around. 
So McVeigh sees that Baker's on a Baker. Sean immediately goes and asks the person sitting next to Baker, can I have this seat? This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less takeout, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on. Must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Person said, sure. I'm sure they knew who Baker was. He just won the Heisman Trophy. Sean and Baker are sitting next to each other. He goes, I sat here because I don't. I know I don't have a chance to draft you. I know you're going number one to Cleveland, but... I just wanted to get an opportunity to pick your brain on football. Mm-hmm. And they had a football conversation. And McVeigh said of that conversation in that flight, he goes, I gave him his 30 minutes apiece where he was listening to his music. And then he tapped him. He said, okay, let's talk football, kid. And they talked football the rest of the flight. Mm-hmm. And he said, in those couple of hours, I realized that this kid is just all about playing football. Mm-hmm. He's all about loving the game. The odds being stacked against him. What have we always said about Baker? He's at his best, best when the when when not necessarily with the Browns because he didn't play that way in fourth quarters for whatever reason. Yeah. But in the macro of his career, when teams gave up on him, he transfers to Oklahoma as a walk-on and wins the Heisman. He becomes the number one pick. Takes the Browns to the playoffs. They don't believe in him. They release him. He goes to the Panthers. They don't really right, believe right. in him. They release him. He goes to the Rams, and now. I had some people texting me last night that said he found his match. He's on his final stop. His match is Sean McVay. We're going to base that on two drives? Well, well no. Okay. Every, you know how this is a knee-jerk reaction? Yeah. We were basing that Baker was done on the little bit of football we saw him we're play basing in Carolina. Baker with, well, I didn't think he was done. A lot of people but did. But we were basing Baker on not being good enough to be a starter yes. based on two years. But after watching him last night, I was just reminded yeah. that – Now, I know he can be Jekyll and Hyde, but it's in there. He, he, that dude can do it. He reminds you. He reminded you why you why you fell in love with him after the Jets game, right? His yeah. teammates be, are be, because in love with him right he, now. He like he has these, and I talked to the guys on P, PFF. His first year while he was here, he led the league in what they call big time throws, and mm-hmm. them is throws that need to be in a certain place at a certain time, and you got to throw that thing with some courage and anticipation. And I saw that with the Rams. He made him last I mean, night. I'm like, he threw a he threw an out route. When he was, when it was on the first the drive for 98 yards, he threw out Rod. And I say, man, oh, gee, you've been it, killing this guy for two years. He has one good game. You're gonna go bananas. But it, it, it just, it's just it's not even a good game. He had like 80 yards passing I, I, those but, final two drives. I have to tell you, Bull, it, that was a great game. Yeah. What, what you have eyes, to be careful of doing this. It's one you, game. No, I know, but Bull, was he productive till those last two drives? It wasn't him. But it's, was he productive? No, that's played, a fact. Yeah, no, well, he, he played had a, well. So he had a drive he played good, that ended up in a field goal. Right, he okay. played well. They were moving the ball all the way down the field. The next time he gets the ball, the same thing. Moving he the ball all well. the way down the field. They're down in scoring range. I think maybe even in the yeah. red zone. The running back gets the ball punched out. Fumble. Fumble. I hear you, but he had 80 ball. yards passing no, going into no, those last two drives. Guy, so for, how good can he for a guy just coming off the poop. The Raiders, when they got the ball, were moving it and chewing clock. Here, here. They didn't see for the ball guy, much. For a guy just coming off the Greyhound bus. That was, that was, that was, that was, <laughs> it was remarkable he, he what he did well. in those last two drives. And that, those touchdown drives, those touchdown it, passes were fantastic. But it just wasn't the last two But drives. this idea he, that now we're going to ignore the last he, two years he, because of bull, eight no, good minutes is absurd. You can't, can't ignore bull, it. He played well. Who's saying he didn't play well? He played well, he for, played a, well. for a guy. You keep saying he didn't. He, <laughs> he played, played well he in the played, last eight minutes. He, no, he played well no, for you a know guy what's funny to me? the whole time he was I in there. I want to give you two analogies <laughs> that struck me as I'm watching the game. It's 16-3 to with four minutes to go. Yeah. And I said... Huh. Tom Brady was down 16 to 3 with four minutes to go Monday right. night. Yep. And I said, I'm texting my buddies. I'm going, here it is. Yeah. This is the day where I can honestly say for the first time, he's done. I regretted that tweet 
within, or that text within yeah. seconds because Brady takes him in for the first touchdown. So now as I'm watching this, I'm going, I've seen this movie before. It's 16 to 3. Brady did it, but that's Brady. And even though Baker had played well up to that point, I know that you, you're looking at numbers only and saying he did yeah. I'm telling you, yeah. he had played his ass off. Mm. He was under so much pressure, he couldn't breathe. That's what that about me, man. Look. And that Raiders defensive front was getting after so him. So you guys think he's going to be good now the rest no, of the year? No, no, we're just, I'm in, just in, talking the, in the micro. Well, yesterday. you when you looking yeah. at a game, you got you got to be married to the game and married to, to the facts. I can say I might not appreciate somebody. I might not like them personally, but I got a I got a, a responsibility to say, yo, if he was balling, he was balling. There was a lot of quarterbacks that would have lost that game going away. There was a lot of people who would not even have the mental aptitude to even get through some of the calls to call them. And he was making big throws. And this it yeah. wasn't it wasn't it was against the team and the Raiders that needed that win. They're it, done. They're done. They're out. They're done. And by the way, that that helped the Browns. Sure did. That yeah, win I, I, helped I, I, the Browns. I, I, and one other thing before you go, Brad, I, I, to finish my thought, thought yeah. on the Tom Brady thing. He takes a long 88-yard, I think, touchdown drive for the to make it 16 to 10. And I thought, okay, halfway of what Brady did, but there's just yeah. no way because there's so little time left. Right, no timeouts. So now the Raiders made it easy for him. I'm, the stupid I, penalties. I, Josh is a terrible coach. I want to <laughs> like this guy, I really do. Uh, well, they get the ball back. Oh, I saw the last it's, drive. It's fourth and and yeah. it's very very short distance. Just go for it. Yeah. Your season's on the line. You get one yard, you take three knees, you, yeah. your Good. playoff hopes are alive. Right. Yeah. Bet on your team. Yeah. Right. And he didn't. No. Now, they punt. Yeah. The punter hits a 60-some yard punt. And when the ball was stopped at the two-yard line I with under two minutes to go, you know what I said? <laughs> it's a wrap. That was John Elway yeah. in the drive. Yep. Yeah. That was, uh, that was John yep. Elway in the drive. John Elway started and the Denver Broncos started on the two-yard line with a, under two minutes to go, a minute 51, I think. Yeah, has to that, be the most unlikely win, like one you of the most unlikely wins ever. What was crazy, and, and that's what Incredible. Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreit saying, guys, we can't Baker's overstate. Baker's been a disaster for two years. He has. And hadn't been there, and they suck. But the you know it's not like he has talent around him. Well, they suck. That, that roster that, is that, depleted. That, that's a well, three here, and nine roster. Here, here, it's here. crazy. That's the other thing. Yeah. He was playing well, and I watched the guys he playing with. I'm like, who is this dude? Elevator. But did you watch everybody else come to life? Yeah, yeah I saw him. I was, was like, like who is this okay, dude? that's what a leader looks like. <laughs> I believe he brings this. everybody else. But I was reading were, the post game comments. He, he, All of his teammates were saying, I don't know what the drum is with he, this guy. I'll go to war with him he, any day. He reminded me of Baker in his first year here. In that's what I thought. Right. Not now, the, just don't not, rub not, people the wrong not way. Not the later dude. Right. He reminded me of that first dude, right? And right. so I was like, and, 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 that and, was that, and that's what came across in that press conference at the end. I was like, oh, this is. He was humble. I've hey, seen by the this way, dude before. By the way, when you look at this play right here, they call it this right here. It was a great throw. So so he got the safety. Now, now this safety right here, um, he's, he's down in the box, and they got a safety in the middle. That tells you immediately cover three. Right. So it's cover three, and Baker immediately looks to the short side of the field. He said, I got Van Jefferson over here. He can move. There is no way in hell that safety is getting over here at time. He threw it. I said, oh, uh, it, was he on, got it. It. it was on the it money. It was on the money. It was on the money. He put it right there on him. I said, bro, that's a hell of a throw. It was on the money. And it was, you know, if he didn't throw it for the touchdown there, it, it would have had one more shot, and he would have had another chance to do it. Another thing that was interesting. Jefferson actually looked like a player yesterday. I was like, oh, this is the dude. I, this is the guy. I, I, Can I jump in with one I, thing real quick? Yeah. My favorite thing I saw from all the Baker Mayfield <clears throat> Twitter stuff, you know he's wearing 17 now? Yeah. yeah. Someone tweeted, honey, I shrunk Josh Allen, and I can't get that out of my head. That's, it's really the fun. It was the, like, I wish I could find the tweet this morning. You know, that was the only skill position player number the Rams had left. Yeah. They have so many players on injury, uh, that are right, injured. Right, yeah. And, and skills position players, that, that was all they had. So he had keep no the, choice. It is, it's just, keep I'm still number. in like shock. You know what, Bull? It's I, hard to believe. Look, I know you are. Yeah. Um, it was, he said afterwards, he's like, he goes to Los Angeles, which by the way, is where they wanted to be all along. Yeah. It's where they wanted to be all along. Emily is from Los Angeles. Right. They're all about the glitz and glamour and the Hollywood Instagram life. This is where it was supposed to happen for them. And I think that Baker... Knowing the history between he and Sean McVay, he knew if I ask for my release, McVay's going to take me. He knew that because and, McVay, yeah. McVay said, Look, I fell in love with and that they might have talked. And you know, give, the I'm sure they talked. did talk. That, that I'm happened. sure they talked. Given the Rams cap situation and given the Rams pick situation, 
McVay needs to have a quarterback at all times. A young quarterback. A young one. Not 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 who he has Stafford, injured right now. Golf is Stafford the is injured. Or Stafford, I'm sorry. Stafford is injured. Golf he felt wasn't the answer. And he looks at it and says, Well, listen, could I get this guy and, and have a reclamation project? Mm-hmm. I get him in my system, play the last few games, and then I got all offseason to you, tinker with. You know why so that's you guys incredible? Think Baker turns it around the rest I of the I do, season. I do. I, I don't you know, look. He may not play lights out like that, but I, I think, think he plays that, well think, enough that they keep him. This well. is what I think. I think he's closer to that guy. Yeah. Because his body of work You just said uh, yesterday uh, he's finished. Well, no, I didn't. No, 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 yes, no. You did. No, I didn't. Let's go back to what I said yesterday. I'm pretty sure you said he was finished. When I was trying to pivot from my car accident because yeah. I was very uncomfortable talking about it, yeah, I go, yeah. all right, let's talk about Baker Mayfield's career being over. Okay. I was facetiously pivoting because I wanted to be done with that. But I had all these stats. I'm so bummed that yesterday I wasn't here for that. Yeah, that and, no and then book. we ended up not doing the discussion yesterday because we, we remember we pivoted to Josh yeah, Bell. Yeah, right, right, yeah. But um, I, I did a lot of research, and I looked up a lot of young quarterbacks that are not in the league anymore, guys that were – Washed out by 29, but I had yeah. MVP kind of seasons once upon a time. Carson Wentz now. Why I say Carson Wentz? What do you Man. think of? Go back and look at his 2017 season. He was 33 touchdowns, seven interceptions, that, that, and an MVP candidate. Yeah, but Baker never never had an MVP caliber season. No, I'm not saying he did. Yeah, oh, okay. But what I'm saying is he had a season similar to that. He had a 28 and eight, yeah. and he took the team to the playoffs and he broke that long drought. What, what I've insisted about Baker all along is he's his own worst enemy. Sure. And and he is too, it's a dichotomy. He can be great. He can be horrible. I do think the situation around him has to be optimal for him. And with Cleveland, when all the discord started coming out with the Beckham and the public right. stuff, it collapsed. Yeah. And he collapsed. And I think that maybe he's learned a lesson from that. Well, his I, personality I, I, I'll, is weak. I, I'll, say, yeah. I'll say this. With that. Here, I'm not jumping on the bandwagon to say that he going to ball out for the yeah, rest of Yeah, don't break your neck no, doing I'm that. I'm a guy yeah. like this. I'm going to give you this game. We'll see how the next week. Because what, what I want to see this week is, see, next week they're going to get tape on him, right? They, got they, had, they had no tape on him, right? He's just off the bus. Yeah. Now, when I get tape on you and scheme for you, let me see what happens. But you know what? You can scheme all you want. He made two throws on both of those touchdown drives. You can scheme all you want. He put that ball in the baskets. He, he got, just showed he, me again. He's got he a body of work in the last 24, 24 uh, months that allowed me to say that, that's Let right. me wait and see. That's sure, right. and you and should, end, and everybody should. And in the end, Baker gets full credit. I don't think he's going to play particularly great the rest of the way. I think he yeah. had his moment. He's not going to play that well. He's, I don't think he's going to play that, that well. That will be his level. That, that'll be it. I, I've said, even when Baker got traded to Carolina, I didn't expect him to suck. I expected him to be <coughs> a I, lower-tier starter. I, I think I think that's what he is at best. By the way, you, if, how, if you, how bad is Sean McVay trolling Kevin Stefanski right now? He took two of his junk pile projects. <laughs> yeah. And he won a Super Bowl with Odell Beckham Jr. last year, and his production went dramatically up. And then he takes a quarterback that Stefanski throws off the off the team and Carolina throws off the team and with less than 48 hours plays the most difficult position in sports and beats it and knocks a team uh, essentially yeah. out of the playoff choice. Well, but that, that's not a, the second part is not equivalent. We, to we go, we go, so that's got, one game. We got four, you got four games. You got four games. Baker never had a good right, game so here. We got enough. We got four games, and as players, listen, you <laughs> always got an opportunity <laughs> to prove anybody. Right, no question. Okay. If you go out and play, okay. you can tell. Some Isn't that when he's his best though? When he's trying to prove well, the detractors right here, wrong. Here, like Baker, I, I wish him. I wish him the best. I do. Yeah. Like you've done your thing, right? Your day here is done. We're done with you. Yeah. Give me back to Deshaun Watson. We've got Deshaun <laughs> That's Watson. That's what I want to talk about. The, rea- got the reality Watson. is, get excited as you want about, about last night. He deserves his credit. Right, right. The, the, the <laughs> scope of five years is not good enough to be no. a quality starter. In no, the it's not even he has good. more turnovers than any quarterback in football I think besides it's, Jared Goff. He also set the rookie record. Yeah, but it's not a touchdown passes It's not a Well, every one of the great quarterbacks. the whole thing. Every one of the great quarterbacks that's ever played the game. Yeah. Didn't have that much success Jay, in his rookie year Jay, but it's in not, terms of throwing touchdowns. One, one category. Jay, but it's not a concern. I mean, that's what it's quarterbacks not a concern are judged of ours on anymore. Passes. No, it's not a concern of ours. Five about. years, the most turnovers. <laughs> we second behind hey, God. Hey, hey, I, I, need, I need to figure that's out. That's terrible. I want to see if Deshaun Watson could do the same thing. Yeah, so as we pivot to the Browns, Bengals, here's what's fascinating to me because we had a chance to watch Deshaun Watson, who had all of training camp, knows the system. Granted, he hadn't played in 700 days, but there was a lot of rust. Yeah. And here comes a guy in 48 hours. Here's the playbook. It's this thick and goes out there. 
So it really was my why mind they, was doing. Why would Baker have Russ though? He's been he's been playing because right. he's playing with all new players. I know, Madison, but that has nothing to do with Russ. Madison, no, I, I it, told you, I told you before, it's like this: if you if you if you hadn't golfed for a long time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you go out there and try to golf and see how your golf game looks. It's gonna be awful. And, now you know how to tee it up. You know how to you know how to drive. But he was still you, practicing. But but see, but he but here practicing. At the, at the driving range and practicing in the midst of a game. Sure, you're they're, absolutely they're, right they're on that. Oh, my things. point is, <laughs> I expected Baker, and I said this last night. I go, I, I hope he plays. This is the last Baker point I that don't think talking about in Bengals okay, Browns. Okay, okay. Wow, Baker you're, you, can you turn your volume down? Yeah, you are blowing our ears out, bro. Oh, my bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> audio board issue still. That was the sound, of, that was the sound of Jesus. I, I, was I like, know, it's like, you calling me home? I do nothing. It is. It, it, it's. It was just interesting. It's fascinating yeah. to see that you you can have variety of rust. It can be physical. Yeah. It can be up here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think what we learned from watching all this is we in the media make so much about oh yeah. seven hundred days he's going to have rust. Well, yeah, there is something to that. We also said oh two days. I wanted him to play because I thought he was going to look worse than Watson. Look, look, right. Because I, he should have. I was happy for Why? him. He played well. Because he didn't know anybody. He didn't know the players. He didn't know the play calls. He, he didn't know well. the offense. But he's been playing. That's a big See, difference. But Deshaun, not in this system. Well, but I didn't this. expect him to play well. well watch, I didn't expect, watch, Deshaun Watson was as bad as you can play. Watch this. Deshaun, Deshaun, Deshaun Watson said something in his yeah. press conference. He said, look. They said, Deshaun, we saw you running gassers and sprints between practice, between plays. Yeah. He said, yeah. He said, I got out there and between calling a play, getting a play, relaying a play, doing the snap, the scrambling around. Yeah. He said, I was gassed. Bro, I'm tired. Read that, I was read that and tell me you're not out of breath. That's like, like you're in the huddle. Look, look, you're the quarterback. Read Liz it. Tell me you're not Deuce, out of breath. Right claw Z short. Lander Z strong. X Revo Z low blocker. What is that? Lock block. <laughs> Lock back. Can two jet X Monday. Astro read alert. Monday Deacon. Flow F Panama on the Omaha. Yeah, that's long as hell. Now you got like four seconds to do it, so you're not breathing. Yeah, and, and then you and then say for instance you're running and you scrambling. Yeah, no, what now? Now, it's, now you're playing street ball. And now you get the call for the referee. You get the call from Stefanski. You look it around. And you're like, okay. So Deshaun's like, I, my wind is My gone. wind is not there. I have not. And wind, you know, playing basketball. I used to go from playing basketball for football all the way to go to the state championship game. That used to be December 3rd. Mm-hmm. The basketball team that already been conditioning in the fall yeah. since September. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you hit that hard And then you hit the hard one. You're like, I played both ways. I'll never come off the field. It's a big difference between because you never stop because it's three is three seconds of average play. But when you getting out there and when I was in what's the name and when I was in high school, I used to play small forward at McKinley. Yeah, and Did guess you really? what? Yes, I want I play small forward. So you mean when you play these little small teams, you got they they playing three guards. Yeah, that, yeah. that kid about six one. You chasing them? And I'm chasing them off, wearing you out. I'm chasing them off screens. They running flex on the baseline. I hate this. He's breathing hard. Just, <laughs> and, and the coach used to say, "You you can rest you can rest on offense." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, we got to play man to man the whole game. Man, my lower back was hurt. So that's that, a different That's level. why your boy was running gassers because he's like, I got to get myself prepared. I, 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 and I he will it. look better physically mm-hmm. against the Bengals. He, I mean, he, I don't care what anybody says because there were some people that dismissed the idea that he would have Russ. Oh, you know, I expect him to take a quarter. And I go, I, I said, we're going to measure this in, in quarters and not weeks. <laughs> mm. Don't judge Deshaun Watson until no. the last two no. games and of the season. And he doesn't get 100% pass. I mean, he played like crap. I mean, he did. can't just every time he plays bad say he has rust. No. It's clear that was part of it, but he was awful. He was. Yeah, that, but but it, whether it's Baker Mayfield or Deshaun Watson making a snap judgment based on one game when we have a, a, long, a decent track record yeah. uh, is stupid. Well, it is, but I, it goes back to my point that yeah. about the his – I always talk about the gap between – the highest and the lowest. And I say, like most things, it's the truth is in the middle. And Baker Mayfield is the perfect example of that. His ceiling is what he did last night. His floor is what he did in Carolina. Because he was never that bad here. He just wasn't. He had some bad moments here. He was, uh, but he was year. awful in Carolina. I'm watching yeah. him. And I said one day on the show, I go, he's broken. If this isn't about the quarterback. Any quarterback well, could have a good game. But you want your you yeah. want your quarterback to be Tom Brady, where your high is here and your low is here. 
and the difference between them so you know what you're getting. This is the problem with Baker is his high is here, his low is here. You don't know what the hell you're going to get. The barometer this week is going to be even even yes. greater if you watch this game. Yes. Because you got Joe Burrow here. Right. He playing out his mind. Well oiled right he, now. He playing like a, a smooth criminal right now. <laughs> Michael Jackson. <laughs> Michael Jackson. By the way, this cat Deshaun Watson, he has those. He has that in him. Yeah, he, he can do it. He can do exactly what he. If Deshaun Watson come out, he can do exactly what Josh Allen does. He can do what what, what Burrow does. He can do what anybody does. Hundred percent. But here's the thing. How quickly can he get it? Get yeah. that level? I, I, How quickly can you rise yeah, to the occasion? Gotta get that engine revved he up. He gotta get that quick. <laughs> like he has to, and it's unfair, but it's very fun to watch. Yeah, I it, love watching. The, if you top of the food chain, I'm gonna see if you look on the sideline and, and they say we need one of here, them. Yeah. This is what I'm looking forward to, because most great players, they know when they play bad, boo. They yeah, absolutely, they they absolutely know when you play he bad. Yeah. So yeah. now you go, you, 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 yeah. you go back in the, you go back in the laboratory yeah. and waiting for the next day. Yeah. And the next day, I guarantee you, on Sunday, he's gonna be a lot better than he was I, last I, I Sunday. I hope so. And I if hope he, so. And, he, and, he, and, and if it starts making a connection, we gonna have an interesting game down in Cincinnati. Yes, oh yeah. Are. Oh, yes, listen. Yes, I, my hope I, is that he does to Cincinnati. What Baker did last night. He watched to the Raiders. that game, by the way. Yeah. Listen, you I know, know he watched, he watched that, that game. game. And, and, and that's one thing I wanted to ask you guys about. <laughs> I always ask pro athletes this about like what games you like to watch. How do you watch other games? Whenever there's a Thursday, Friday, uh, a Sunday, or Monday they night, on it. they're on it. And by the way, the tweets that were going out last night from everybody across the NFL Patrick Mahomes, wow. Mm-hmm. All of these star players, they crazy. all watch it. So here's, here's what I want to yeah. ask you guys. How does that not impact Deshaun Watson as he's watching? Because well, he's knowing they paid me more money than any player's ever been played to play football and to replace that guy, and I dropped well, a clunker well, last Well, week. now you got to you, – now, now it's a reflection on you. Yeah, right? Right, you know what? Right, right, it's right, like Baker taking up. the spotlight and going, what you got, bro? <laughs> look, right. Look, oh, it's hey, gonna and be I think he'll answer if, the call. If, if Watson plays terribly again this week, it won't be good. it's going to be full-blown panic. It's gonna, fans are going to fully panic. They shouldn't, but they it's will. It's insane. That, but they will. Based on one good game for Baker in two, since, since the last, last time he played well was against the Bengals last year. Well, yeah. And, and, and then it's, <coughs> it's going to be full-blown You panic. know what's going to be great? He plays next week. He yeah. plays Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. That's Monday Night Football. On Monday Night Football. Right. And um, Herb Street and Al Michaels were really good last night. And they, I mean, I know at, at some point I did think it's like, okay, guys. He didn't just reinvent the sport. Let's right. slow down. I mean, for a while, oh, like, was, and I love Herbie. They, was they, all they, they, was all they were like they acting was like he was doing shoulders. this on a water field, and he was Sasha running on water. I'm like, guys, guys, guys. He, we don't even know if he's going to pull this I, off. I was like this, Herbie. And so, calm down. It, you know what it reminded me of? Who was the quarterback from Michigan? Shoelaces, yeah, the guy that didn't tie his shoelaces. Robinson. Yeah, uh, you guys remember him? Oh, Demarcus uh, Robinson. Remember he did? They yeah. called him laces because yeah. he he didn't tie his shoelaces. Oh, Denard Robinson. Denard Robinson. When he came in off the bench for his first game, I was watching it, and the broadcasters were making it seem like, give him Heisman right now. They were just singing his praises, and that's what it reminded me of last night. I'm like, guys, hold on. It's Baker Mayfield. I know he, he's going to take him down. I, I even was saying when I was watching it. He's going to drive him down at the end of this 98-yard drive. He's going to throw a pick. Well, I know he's going to throw a pick well, in the end zone. That's who he is. Well, we got, and he threw we, the we, touchdown. We got, we got this thing on Sunday, right? And yeah, so, you know, the yeah. fever in this town is like, we still got a chance. Yeah. The Raiders got put away. Yeah. They've got a better chance. I'm like, uh, do, do we? Let's see what we got. We do. I, I de- mean, it depends on if we come to play. I always said we have some personnel that can compete if it's revved up right. But if it's not, right, you got to think that the Bengals – have been hearing nothing about this, but in Cincinnati, like you, you, you gonna let them do you again? Oh, they're hearing. Oh, you gonna let them do you they again? Have to, they gotta be thinking we gotta come out and put fifty on them, like because they heard it all week, man. Like, they, like you, you think about what the what the the Bengals are trying to go. They feel like they're at another level, which basically, we the super we went to the Super Bowl last mm-hmm. year. This is our division. Uh, we're going to let you know, and don't get it twisted. You had them couple of wins, but we focused <coughs> and fully ready to go. Yeah. Now, if Deshaun Watson comes in and put the cape on, we might have a game. But I will tell you this. If that <coughs> cape ain't on, 
and it looked like that regular stuff that we saw. The other, it's gonna get ugly. And they, they yeah. can they can wash you up out of here, dog. He's got to play great for them to win. I don't think there's any doubt oh, about yeah. it. Oh, he oh, has yeah. to be great. You need oh, you need, and it's yeah. gonna be tough. Jacoby, Jacoby was very good in the first win against Cincinnati. Yeah. And I think the key, you know, obviously the Browns, I think, got to turn the, the in the two <clears throat> signature wins against the Bengals the last two years. There's been a key turnover early. We've talked about this. Yeah. The Browns need that. They need the turnovers. To feed, help feed to, their offense. Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt about it because I think to expect <coughs> Sean Watson to play after what we saw last week, I expect. I think we all expect to play a lot better. better. Play, yeah, to I, expect to play him at elite level. We'll be at Pro Bowl level. Tough to I, I actually think Baker playing well last night was good for the Browns Hell because yeah. I do think it's going to elevate Deshaun Hell Watson's yeah. watch too. He, he, I mean, he I'm watched not, that. He, he, he watched he, it. He watched yeah. every and he's hearing the that. he's hearing the whispers. And he knows. And you always think about it because like he. Because he even puts it in the terms like, man, this dude came in on two days. Mm -hmm. And I done been back a while. I've been taking some snaps. I played terrible last week. Nah, bro, I, I got to do something, bro. Like, people don't feel like I fell off. I ain't fall off out here. Right. We need to see it. We need to see that Superman with the, with the, we need the celebration. What happened to this? What happened to all the bow and arrows? <laughs> we need that right now. I hope we see it. I hope we see it. Ben Baby covers the Bengals for ESPN. He's with us now. Ben, uh, are the Bengals tired of hearing about the fact they can't beat the Browns? Well, let me tell you this. Until they start <coughs> getting those wins against the Browns, they're going to have to keep hearing about it. This is a team I'm sure y'all talked about. have lost five straight games to the Browns. And what I find interesting about this is that the last two games against Cleveland with the starters, they've been beat worse than anybody has beaten them so far. And that's what's fascinating. You know, this is a, a Cleveland team that has gotten the best – of the Bengals, even with their starters, and that's something the Bengals will want to change this week. Yeah, I mean, you look at those last two games, those are the two worst games the Bengals have played since early last year. It is, and in both of those games, Ben, we just brought this up, there was a big turnover early that really changed the momentum in the game. Yeah, you know, I talked to Zach Taylor about that this week, uh, you know, about why these games have kind of been like that for the Bengals, and he said those turnovers were key. You know, you go back in that game last year here, at Paycor Stadium, Denzel Ward had that pick six, and we asked Jamar Chase about the route, and he said that, it, to use a, a family-friendly phrase, it was a bad route. He used a more vulgar term to describe it, but <laughs> they know that they can't do that. They know that Miles Garrett is a problem. We, we saw that first game where Miles, it just shows how good he is, the fact that he can be so disruptive even when he's not pass rushing, drops off the, uh, the line of scrimmage, gets a deflection that ends up being an interception. Those are the things the Bengals will have to worry about against Cleveland. Ben, what I think what's interesting here, and you could speak better than, than anybody on this, is in the in the in the previous meetings, the Browns have had a huge advantage in the trenches, right? The Browns' offensive line has been great. The Bengals' offensive line has had been trash. The you know the Bengals' defensive line was fine, but DJ Reader didn't play the last game. But now. I think this is interesting because now the Bengals offensive line, from my perspective, has been a whole lot better the last month or so. The Browns offensive line has been going in the opposite direction. And so maybe those advantages that the Browns had are not there. Is that fair? What do you expect in terms of that? You know, it's interesting. I think this might just be a bad matchup for the Bengals until proven otherwise. I mean, yes, the Bengals offensive line has played better. We've seen <laughs> – Joe Burrow has so much more time in the pocket than he did earlier in the season. You know, in that first meeting, he didn't have Jamar Chase, and they were still trying to figure that out. But, you know, when I asked Joe about what makes this Cleveland matchup so unique, he said, Miles Garrett. He said, that's, that's different than any other team. And I wonder if Miles just being on the other side of the ball is just such a unique factor for them to deal with. And, yes, the Bengals have to deal with guys like T.J. Watt, uh, you, you go across the, the entire NFL, there's a lot of good edge rushers that you see in day in, day out. You know, they saw Jeffrey Simmons, one of the best interior uh, pass rushers in the NFL just a couple weeks ago. But when you look at Miles Garrett and what he does, the fact that he's so explosive, so big, so long, uh, you know, I had one assistant tell me, go back and look at a rep he had against the Texans where he came in on the inside and kind of Euro-stepped him at the line of scrimmage <laughs> and got the Euro-stepped him. <laughs> And for the fact that you could do that at that size, it it's just unbelievable. I mean, Miles is a freak, and the Bengals are going to have to figure out how to defend him. Yeah, that's exactly right. I remember seeing that play. I know exactly the one you're talking Man. about, and I said at the time, 
I, I've always said there are things that Aaron Donald can do that Miles Garrett can't do, but there's nothing that Miles Garrett can do that Aaron Donald can't. I saw that play and I go, Aaron Donald can't do that. Hey. Nobody can do that. It was incredible. If, if you smart out there, they stood him up at the three technique. Imagine and they he gave had him a players around go. him on that line. Oh. They gave him a two-way go. Yeah. And he says, oh, no, no, this way. <laughs> it was so slick. <laughs> Finish with the left hand. But, Ben, I'm going to tell you what. Miles Garrett is on one <laughs> side, but I'm gonna, I, I'll say this. They ain't got nothing in the middle. And the Cincinnati Bengals, I felt last game, abandoned that run way too quick. Samaji P. Ryan has been running with his hair on fire. Uh, Joe Mixon might be available for this game. He is. If they decide to run it, I don't know if the Browns can stop it. You know, that's it's funny you mentioned that because I think the exact same thing. When you look at how much the, the Browns have struggled against the run, up the middle, they don't seem to have a whole lot. You look at what they have, a defensive tackle, and I think that kind of sets them back a little bit and makes it tougher for the linebackers as well. I, I think that the Bengals would be wise to use that rushing attack, and I see Joe Mixon on the screen right now. He will be back for this game against the Browns. You know, he cleared concussion protocol earlier in the week, and he knew that Samaj Piran did a good job filling in, and, and his guy going back to his days at Oklahoma – they feel like that could be a potential one-two punch for them moving forward. So, yeah, Bill, I think that's so the Bill, key. Let, me, let me ask you this, because it always seems to me that Zach Taylor is always a position where the Browns put him in a position where he, he starts to panic and question what he does. The Browns get rolling. He never really has an answer for it. Uh, you get uh, Miles Garrett coming in on an edge rush, and then, then you got uh, Burrow looking over his shoulder, and that's when the Browns seem to, to make, make progress here. Can they can they withstand the heat that the Browns because the Browns are coming here. They come with a, with a position of trying to win a game here. So uh, you think Zach Taylor has a game plan as formidable on Sunday or will he go back to his panic mode? You know, I feel like this offense is clicking so much better And Zach Taylor deserved some criticism earlier in the year for what this offense looked like when the run scheme wasn't really working and to his credit. He ripped up the run scheme midway through the season. They, they put their egos aside and said, you know what? We may be a team that likes to run wide zone, wants to be under center, but this isn't working. So what they did is they went to more a gap scheme in the run game that seems to have worked. They put Joe Burrow back in shotgun a lot and been more of a team that runs out of shotgun. You've seen a lot of duos. You've seen a lot of inside zone, tight zone, and, and a lot of those gap scheme uh, formations where you've seen a lot of pullers as well on the line of scrimmage. That has really helped Joe Mixon. That has really helped Samaj P. Ryan, and importantly, has taken a lot of pressure off that offensive line in those pass protection sets and given them more manageable situations. So we'll see if that continues to be the trend against Cleveland. Ben, obviously the Browns are going to want, you know, with, with Deshaun Watson not knowing what he's going to look like coming off of last week, the Browns are going to want to run a lot with Nick Chubb. We know Nick Chubb has had a ton of success against the Bengals. Uh, DJ Reader, I mentioned before, the Bengals' best run stopper didn't play the last game. Uh, and Lou Anarumo's done a magnificent job with that. When they first hired him, I was like, who the hell is this guy? Uh, and he's done a magnificent job as defensive coordinator with a bunch of just solid guys, not really anybody spectacular, maybe <laughs> Hendrickson. But uh, what's, what's, the, what's their game plan, you think, defensively? You know, because we know how good Watson can be. But Nick Chubb has killed the Bengals. So what do you think the Bengals' uh, game plan is defensively going into it? You know, it's funny you say that because I think everybody in Cincinnati was asking who Lou Anarumo was when Anarumo got here. You know, they did not hit on a lot of their defensive coordinator choices early on. I think that's been widely <coughs> reported. And he struggled the first couple of years as that defense tried to find that identity. And, you know, he was in under a lot of heat last year. We saw that defense play better towards the end of last season and really carry them through the playoffs. They will definitely try to stop Nick Chubb. But what I think is going to be the key matchup in this game is not Nick Chubb in the running game. It's if they can keep the Browns from being explosive through the air. You go look at the yards per attempt the Browns have had against teams over the last couple of seasons. They have been the most explosive through the air against the Bengals. I believe three of their top four games in yards per attempt have come against Cincinnati over the last couple of seasons. So it's almost as if they know the Bengals are going to sell out to stop Nick Chubb, stop that rushing attack, and instead they're running a lot of play action and creating a lot of one-on-one -on -one matchups downfield and letting their guys go get it. Heck, you know, Bengal safety Jesse Bates said that Donovan Peoples-Jones has been the one who's been terrorizing 
that Bengals secondary over the years. It hasn't been the big names like Amari Cooper or Jarvis Landry or OBJ when he was here. And I think that's what's interesting is that Kevin Stefanski's done a good job of exploiting those mismatches and taking advantages of them against Cincinnati. So, yes, it's going to start with Nick Chubb. The Bengals are going to want to take away that strength. But if they're giving up a lot of yards through the air, you know, it doesn't matter what Nick Chubb gets. That offense is going to keep moving, and you're going to have a tough time getting off the field. Ben, long time no talk, man. How you been? Good, good. I'm trying to solve this tripod nonsense. Aside from that, <laughs> I know. Good. I, I, if we keep doing the interview, we're going to see your feet in a minute. Lock that sucker down, bro. <laughs> By the way, Mike, like, <laughs> Mike, Ben's your buddy. Could you make it more awkward in the middle of the interview? How you been, Ben? Like, what, 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 how you been? We're already in the middle of the interview. Just get going time. with the question for crying out loud. Well, I thought it'd be fun. Why you, why you, why you doing my test? Respectful man. But Ben, serious question. Uh, Jamar Chase has terrorized everyone in the NFL except the Browns. There was a little back and forth in the offseason on a podcast with some of the Browns DBs saying Chase, and then Chase responded. He didn't play in the first game. What's the expectation for that matchup coming into Sunday's game? If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Yeah, this is a matchup that the Bengals receivers are really, you know, interested for and they're excited about because they enjoy good matchups on the other side of the ball. And this Browns secondary is very good. You talk about guys like Denzel Ward, and I think Newsom is very good as well. And when you look at what they, the Browns do at the line of scrimmage, they make it easy on their quarterbacks. They're able to come downfield and attack, knowing that the quarterback has to get the ball out quick. You know, we've seen what Jamar Chase can do last week. He was hurdling guys, very healthy. I just got back from the Bengals walkthrough. That's why I'm out here outside the stadium. We saw T. Higgins out there, so the Browns will have to contend with him. Higgins popped up on the injury report yesterday with a hamstring issue. I kept a close eye on him during the short window that we have at the beginning of practice. He was suited up. He was catching routes. And it looks like he's going to be good, good to go. We're going to get more info from Zach Taylor after practice here in about 45 minutes or so. But all in all, the, the Bengals should be at full strength. And this should be a very good matchup. And we'll see if Jamar Chase can get revenge because he knows he wasn't at his best last year against Cleveland. Ben, you, you mentioned Higgins because I, I saw that he popped up on the injury report yesterday. I saw Sam Hubbard also popped up on the injury report yesterday with a limited practice. And I know Hayden Hurst, Hayden, Hurst, Hayden Hurst officially out. I know he got hurt last week. What's the deal with those two guys? Yeah, Hayden Hurst is incredibly doubtful. I would be surprised if he played. Hasn't practiced all week. We saw him in a boot yesterday. And, and based on our conversation with him, it doesn't appear like he's going to be playing. It could be a couple weeks even for Hurst is back. As for Sam Hubbard, we saw him going through drills today. He was alongside Trey Hendrickson, his fellow edge rusher, dropping back. He looked comfortable, looked fluid. I don't think there's a major issue there. Again, we'll wait to see what Zach Taylor says. But I would imagine that Hubbard will be available. And I think he's had a very strong year. Yep. A guy who's been really good against the run. But this year, he's been much better coming against the uh, quarterbacks, coming off the edge, being an effective pass rusher. And that combination has been good, even if the sack numbers haven't been there for the Bengals. Very yeah. good, Ben. What You know, it, we watch the NFL. We think we know what happens. We think we know who's going to win. If you watch last night's game, you know the more we watch, the less we know. What would be the most surprising outcome for you Sunday between the Browns and the Bengals? I, I want to say a Bengals blowout, but because I, 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 this rate they're playing really well, and and that would be a little tough given how close this game has been over the last few years. I I kind of like Cleveland in this. I'm going to be quite honest in this because until the mm. Bengals can prove they can beat Cleveland, I think this is Cleveland's matchup. Like I said earlier, no team has pummeled the Bengals like the Browns have the last couple of years. We have seen them dominate Cincinnati better than any other team has. We didn't see that in the postseason. We haven't seen Baltimore do that to them. We haven't seen other playoff teams do that to them. For whatever reason, 
this Cleveland matchup has been a nightmare for Cincinnati. So I expect this one to be close. And even though the Bengals are playing really well and playing like one of the best teams in the AFC, I think this game's still in Cleveland's favor until we see otherwise. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, usually when it's the same thing on the flip side for the Chiefs and the Bengals. And so you've actually right. you're watching this on both ends. The, the Bengals achieved something that I don't know that it's ever been done. They've beaten a team three times in the same calendar year that's not in their division. I mean, the, the, just the odds that you would even play a, a non-divisional opponent three times in one calendar year. I don't know that that's ever been done before. And obviously, the, the games, some of the games were from last year, two of the right. games were from last year, last season but all in 2022 yeah. and it's just odd when you watch Kansas City match up with Cincinnati and it's the same thing with Cincinnati and Cleveland you're like I guess matchups uh, styles really do make fights as a boxing guy that analogy warms my heart because it's 100% true the styles do make fights and in this case the Bengals match up really well against Kansas City they appear to have Patrick Mahomes' number and on the flip side it doesn't even matter who the Browns have a quarterback. They could have Baker Mayfield. They could have Jacoby Brissett. They could have Case Keenum. It doesn't matter. They, mm. I feel like I've watched the same game the last couple of years. Mm. And so it's up to Cincinnati to prove that they can beat Cleveland at what Cleveland has done well the last couple of times. I mean, it hasn't been anything new. We've seen the Browns do the same things over and over to the Bengals. Can they do that again? Yeah. I think that's going to be the big question, and the Bengals have to prove that they can change and they can beat a Cleveland team that has had their number. Well, I'm glad you made that point because in the last three games, the last three, and I know that the second one and the middle one last year, much of the starters were, were resting, but Kevin Stefanski with three different quarterbacks has beaten the reigning AFC champion. And that's just, it's an oddity. And if he does it tomorrow, he would have beaten them with four different quarterbacks mm. or Sunday rather. Yeah, he'll do it with four different quarterbacks in the span of a year. It's just mind boggling. Nuts. Hey, Ben, did you see that graphic Mike just put up for you, by the way? Did he see I, that? I, I missed it. I'm still trying to keep the tripod level. I'm just, I'm just out here just one hand out. Look at there that. Go. You got to oh, see this. Look at that. Bro. Look at that graphic. Career That's record one and oh. What's all the smoke? <laughs> so listen, you, when you when you know it's time to retire on top, sometimes it's just your time to go out and shine. Now listen, I can be goaded back out of retirement under the right circumstances. We have yet to see it happen over years. You know, we've come close, but luckily ben, it hasn't happened yet. Hands ben, somebody. don't do it, and here's why. I'm gonna. It, my last professional pitching performance was a no hitter. Do you think I'm gonna go back and tarnish that? Now, it was only a two-inning no-hitter, but I'm not going to mess with that. I'm good. I'm good. I have seen Ben get close, though. There have been some times. I heard. When don't little, little don't press Ben's buttons. Hey, man, Ben, if you hit me, I'm suing you, dog. <laughs> hey, listen, and I'm, I'm, I'm four times your size. <laughs> yeah, against a guy like you, he's going to only get one. So, right. It better land yeah. on the spot. Yeah. Z-Bush got knocked out by yeah. somebody named Baby. Ben, <laughs> ben you're awesome, man. Hands. We really appreciate you. Thanks for coming on, Thanks, brother. Ben. Hey, thank y'all for having me. Uh, he's really good. Vincent, he's Vincent, really good. His Vincent, insight Vincent, is right on point. He's a good follow on Twitter as well. Vincent, yes, he is. Vincent, don't, don't, don't press me. You see these prayer hands. Right. Look, <laughs> hey, man, look, by the way, man, hey, your chin don't lift weights, bro. Hey, bigger they are, the harder they fall. All them tattoos, all them <laughs> tattoos don't mean a thing. You get knocked out like Bill Goldberg. Like, man, that dude is hard. No, yeah. you got knocked out. You get knocked out like Debo. <laughs> By the way, in fairness to the Browns, in the in the two wins, not I'm, I'm throwing out the, the win at the end of last year, but in the two wins in the last two years that the Browns have had, they've crushed the Bengals. Whereas when the Bengals beat the Chiefs, those have all been close games. All of them right those down to the wire. Been nail Three pointers. The Brown. It's not just that the Browns won these two games. To me, the first one last year with Baker, Whoop. and this one with Brissett, but that it was completely one sided. Because if you look at the Bengals since last year. Almost all of their losses, they close. don't have that many losses. No. Almost all of their losses. Hell, they almost are close. won the Super Bowl. Yeah. If Aaron Donald, if they protected for one half a second, half a second, they win that game. They win the game. And and the, yet the only two times they've gotten blown out were against the Browns. It's a, you can't. Against Baker and Jacoby Brissett. Denzel Ward. It's crazy. Now, this game, I'm going to tell you what. 
Denzel Ward. He needs to make a big play. He He's key. is the key to the game. So is Emerson, I think. De- well, it, it, well, well Ward's got to be the old Denzel Ward. If, if, here's why I say Denzel Ward. Because Denzel Ward is making the amount of money and that show glimpses of being the dude who you can say, go right. guard him. He ain't getting no And no he's touches. had a horrible season. And, and yet, we look at Emerson that way. If we can get this guy to do what he needs to do, right? Now you can unlock Miles Garrett. Now you can get guys upfield. You can do what you want to do. But Denzel Ward has to play like a hundred million dollar man. He I got mean, to. Let me it, say, it, it, Denzel Ward and Greg Newsome, all they have to do is go no further than the August tweet that was put out there. Right. You're from, right. From, from the Bengals. So, yeah. like, we come to see but you. Chase didn't say anything bad about no, Ward. No, no, but he didn't really he, say anything he, bad. No, he, at said, all. He, said, he said, he said, but here, he was talking about he their was right. DBs, yeah, right? He so, was you right. call out, if you, if you, if you he call, said if you, Ward's an all pro and Newsom is not. If you call out, if you call out one, Facts. In sport, if yeah. you call out one in sports, you call out the whole crew. Right, because I ain't no, I ain't no lone ranger out here on the island by myself. No, no, no. He wasn't. I'm, the I'm reality a, is he I'm, wasn't I'm calling a, him out, but it doesn't matter. No, if, if the Browns take it that if way, they proceed it, it, oh, it, 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 it does matter. He was it calling him out. He was calling him out. That's exactly what he was. And I heard the whole thing. It does matter when you listen to it. When you put it, no, it's not irrelevant. No, it's not irrelevant. No, if you put it out, if you put it out on tape on me, then you got a problem with me. I don't care what it is on site. Don't say nothing about me. No, don't no, no, mention my name. Don't do nothing like GZ because said, guess what? GZ you gonna said, see me in the box. Yes, you are. Yeah. Don't, don't but Brad, my point my is, name. even if he didn't <laughs> mean it that way, which I think he did, but whatever, it doesn't matter. If the Browns took it that way, that's let me, all that let matters. Me, let me tell you, I played with a guy yeah. and all you had to do was say one inkling of one thing of one word that right. was side and he took sideways. He read every newspaper, every magazine. He, would make something he watched up. all the videos. He made he up the stories in his right. head because when he got to the circle, <laughs> he made that I'm up, a See you. Well, why can't they do that every week then? I don't know why. <laughs> but, you know, talent-wise, and I know Newsom and Ward have not had good years, yes. but we know they're both very talented, especially yeah. Ward. Talent-wise, this is as good a matchup wide receiver as defensive back you can get. But if you, you got three extremely talented wide receivers yeah. against three extremely talented defensive backs. I get the edge of the player, Bengals in that matchup. If you, oh, yeah, if if you, sure, they've played if, better now. Yeah. If you're a player, than. right, if you're a player, you should want to smoke. You yeah. should. I'm waiting for you. Especially at that position. I don't think there's a position in sports that has that kind of – it's wide receiver and DB. mono e mono. They are yeah. – you're on an island. It's me against you, your athletic ability against my ability to counter it. Have, and it's a great matchup to begin seen, with. Have you seen this reel on Instagram about Richard Sherman <laughs> talking crazy to these receivers? Yeah. It's ridiculous. Like, like he's talking, yeah, he's talking – you're a bum. You're, you're a bum. I mean, this is, this is what they're talking – he's talking about people. Reckless. You're a bum. You're wasting my time out here. I'm telling you that right now. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, they got, it got him mic'd up. It's crazy. I'm like – this is the kind of smoke you should want. Yeah. I've been waiting for you. This I got is, cheated out of the first game because you wasn't here. This right? is season. Right. <laughs> By the way, this, but if you if you were part of the, the six and zero Kool Aid gang, this is the season right here. Dog. It's the playoffs. <laughs> this, 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 this is six and zero goes from ten percent likelihood to probably 35% percent likelihood to me if they win. G, what gang we in? 6-0 Kool-Aid gang. This is by far the toughest matchup the Browns have left. Not even close. If they win this game, then anything is possible. Yeah, I I think the odds of 6-0 go from 10% because I had them at 5%. They won. They're at 10%. If they win, for me, they go up to 35%. 6-0 Kool-Aid is awesome, and we give that 10%. If they beat... Cincinnati, it turns into six and zero Cleveland whiskey. It is the smoothest oh, out with whiskey that. out there. Ooh. Cleveland's whiskey's Christmas bourbon is now available. By the way, guys, visit Christmas your local liquor bourbon. store. Take home some today. Whiskey without That's limits. Nice. Drink Don't responsibly. Don't leave our Bush come down the chimney for you. But I'm just saying, if they do go six and zero, we're gonna pop a bottle of Cleveland whiskey in the show. We'll drink very responsibly. Like very we have the last couple of times we've had a shot in the show. Shout out Cleveland whiskey. Also, real quick. <laughs> <laughs> people people may not love Baker Mayfield. The dude moves the needle. So while we have you guys here, let's just remind you that we do have a special overtime content daily after each show. It is for our coaches tier members. $4.99 a month. That's less than 60 bucks a year. You get exclusive, exclusive That's overtime content. Skip the starters tier. $4.99, you get the emojis. You get everything. Discount stuff. codes. Yeah. 
And uh, yeah, that's the top shelf. You want some yeah. some cool yeah. stuff? Exactly, yeah. it's the top shelf. It's the Cleveland whiskey membership tiers. Hey man, McNuggets Murdoff versus Tito's, right? Yeah. I got you. <laughs> McNuggets <laughs> been skimming off. He's been skimming off the carving tray, man. He's he eating off these scraps of these pine rib over here. He he filling his plate up, putting it all over on the on a on the overtime. I'm like, these is good topics. We need to be talking about it here. He like, no. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.